Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, Unite My Heart to Fear Thy Name. It shall be focused on the study of Psalms chapter 86. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Lord, in this scripture, as David was speaking, saying, Bow down thy ear, Lord, for I am needy and poor. So, Father, we thank thee, Lord, for thy blessings. But, Lord, may you bow down your ear today to hear of our needs today. Father, we, we do not fear. We stand in faith to know that you said your eye is on the sparrow, and therefore you watch for us, and you shall provide our every need. So we pray for every single listener today, who might have a need that's unspoken. Lord, may you provide above and beyond what they, what they would ever think or ask. So we pray, Father, give them the courage to take you upon your word and to believe you for anything. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Psalms chapter 86. Psalm 86. A prayer of David. Bow down thine ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer, and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art great, and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion, and gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. O turn unto me, and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant, and save the son of thine handmaid. Show me a token for good that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed, because thou, Lord, hast opened me and comforted me. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, The Uniting Time and Sign. This was preached in 1963 on August the 18th. We'll begin at paragraph 30 up to paragraph 133. I trust you find it to be a blessing. 
And I want to announce this, if I call it text before I preach on it, the uniting time and sign. The uniting time sign. That sounds kind of complicated. Uniting, see? Time, uniting time, that's what it is now, and the sign of that uniting time. And, and the psalm, a prayer of David, the 86th uh, psalm, Bow down thine ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou my God, save thy servant that trust in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice. Soul of our servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer. Attend to the voice of my supplication. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou will answer me. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee. O Lord, thou shalt glorify thy name. For thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Listen now. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I, I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Unity. See, unite my heart to fear thy name. I'm talking out of uniting and time sign. Now, in the 16th chapter of St. Matthew, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came tempting him, desiring him that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, Ah, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be lower foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time. The Lord add his gracious blessings to the reading of this word. Now, we're talking of this uniting, uh, uniting time, the sign of the uniting time. See, Jesus was here in this last scripture reading, he was rebuking the clergy for uh, not being able to discern the time or the sign of the time. Now, that has always been a great thing to the people, see, to be able to discern the sign of the time that you're living. Because God writes it plainly so nobody could escape it. 
Now, ordinarily, I'd go back and pick up from other ministers, uh, other uh, servants of the Lord in the Bible time, like the sign in Noah's time, the sign in Daniel's time, and, and so forth, the different signs. But I want to bypass that tonight uh, to save time, uh, to be able, but it's always been God's way to give them uh, a natural sign of the time so that everyone would know just what time it was. And uh, these Pharisees should have known their time. They should have known what the time was. He said in another place, if you would have known me, you would have known my day. It's very uh, a great thing that we understand, see, without understanding. That's what they always referred to the prophets about. They said, and he had understanding by vision from the Lord. Amen. And the word of the Lord came to the, the prophets of old. See, they had understanding through the word of the Lord by the prophets. And then the prophets give a sign, like one man laid on his side for so long, then turned over and laid on the other side. One man had to strip his clothes. And, oh, there's many things that they did to show the sign that they were living in. Now, we know that the God that made the heavens and earth and, and so on uh, laid out his work that he would describe his time by sign, that same God lives today. Amen. So we must be something as we see the, the time uh, that we're living in, there must be something that somebody's overlooking somewhere. Amen. Because God would never let these things happen without giving us a definite sign that we're, uh, that we'd understand. Now here is the thing today that the clergy, uh, we don't read it right. It's just like it was then. They didn't think that it was time. They uh, thought that they were living pretty peaceful land and so they wasn't looking for no Messiah. And Jesus has said that his coming would be as a thief in the night. When the, when the people would be unaware of his coming. But there were some of the virgins that went to meet him, half of them, had oil in their lamp and was ready. They were watching for that sign. And that's who I'm speaking to tonight. To those who are looking for the sign. Now, the sign of his coming. These signs given by the Lord is given only to believers. The unbelievers never see it. They go right over the top of them and... They don't see it. And now just as sure as it is that an angel of God could stand on this platform tonight just as true as, as I'm looking at you and I could be looking at it or you could be looking at it and I couldn't see it or I could look at it and you couldn't see it. Now, you know that's scriptural. That's exactly the truth. They saw, you know, Paul fell down, but they, none of them could see that light. That light was right there when John stood there before the multitudes and thousands out on the bank there of clergymen and, and sages, great men. And John said himself, he bore a record of seeing the Spirit of God descending like a dove and come down upon him in a voice saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am pleased to dwell. And nobody saw it but John. Amen. It was just for him. You notice how vivid the sight for the wise man. They looked, it was, they were Hebrews. They wasn't really Indian astronomers. They were Hebrews because 
they were up there in that country studying astronomy to finish their education. And when they was looked towards Jerusalem and knowing that they saw those three stars from each one of their, their birth paths of Hanshan and Japheth, of which race they come from each, and they seen them stars in their birth path, that was a sign to them that when those stars were in line, the Messiah was on earth. Yeah, oh my! No wonder they came. Where is he? Where is he? The born king of the Jews. We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Where is he? They know that that infant Messiah was laying somewhere because God gave them a sign of the time that God and man were uniting together. What a unity! When God united himself in a human body, the principle, the greatest of all the uniting that ever was done was when God united with man and left his, his great strain of being God and stretched forth his tent and took in humanity and become one of them. Amen. Unity. At once that brought peace between God and man forever. How thankful we are. And science was not sent. Now just think. Every man and all the astronomers, the people then day, their clocks was the stars. There was a watchman went up on top of the, of the tower. And he would uh, get up there and watch. And he seen when a certain stars was in certain constellations as they were passing. He knew what time it was. Remember in the scripture? Well, what time is it, watchman? And the watchman come back and told him in what hour it was. See, they kept time by the stars. Now, isn't it strange that these stars were exactly in line for three men and nobody else saw it? Just exactly in line. Now, you can be so in line with the Scripture. See? When those stars become in unity, united themselves together in this constellation, Three men were also united at the same time. And you can be so united with God in His Word until these things become realities and you can see them and know that they are true. The sign of the time. You might look at it all the time and say, Oh, nonsense. But to you it is a nonsense. To you, you're united with the Word. And here it is. Then it's, it's absolutely life for the past. When, 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 when you see this sign, you're not with the believer. And that's who I'm addressing this to is the believer. For the unbeliever never see it. And it's what a rebuke it would be if he is on earth today to many of our clergy today who cannot read this sign. The signs that we're reading daily here at the tabernacle and seeing the things that others are reading it. And seeing the handwriting on the wall, and yet many just ignore it, don't even see it at all. There's nothing to them at all. They don't notice it. Now, notice that in this, he uh, he pointed out national signs. Now, when they asked him about this, they wanted signs, and he gave them signs that happened. And they wanted to know what would be the end of the world, what would be the sign of the end. And he pointed in many places through the scripture about National signs, about heavenly signs in the heavens, and earthly signs. 
He gave them signs, 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 just constantly <coughs> uh, signs. And when um, he told them there in one place about a national sign, he said, when you see the nations, see, begin to gather around Jerusalem, see, then we know that the time of their trouble was at hand. When you see Jerusalem come past about with armies, now, before that they could do this, God, the world had to unite Titus, this great Roman general had to unite his armies together and come around after uh, these Jews had rejected the God-given sign of the time to them. That's the time that Titus united his armies together and come to take the city. First, there had to be a uniting of God's people, so-called, against the Word of God before that the nation could unite itself against God's people. See, the, the, the unity, the uniting, uniting together. I believe that we're living in a great uniting time. I am uh, taking these red lights down and flash signals and everything of the women, how they do, and the man, how they do, and the churches, how they do, showing to this little group with all my heart that I believe that we're lying in the line of God's Word in this great prophetic hour just before the coming of the Lord Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Uniting together and getting ready. Now, you see, before Titus united the nations, of, uh, his armies together, Israel united themselves together and banded themselves that they would not believe Jesus to be the Messiah. They rejected him and turned him off and crucified him. And then when they rejected the salvation that was sent to them, they united themselves together to do it. Now hold that in mind. Uniting themselves together to reject the message of the hour. Amen. They had to do that. And then when they did that, then the national sign come in. The nations begin to unite themselves together. And Titus brought this great army of Romans and Greeks and compassed the walls of Jerusalem, pinned those people in there now, and they starved to death. They eat the bark from the trees, Josephus, the great historian, tells us, and they eat the grass off the ground. They even boil one of their children to eat it. See? That they were mad people. And then when finally Titus is sitting back up on the hills around Jerusalem there, and those people there thought they were doing the will of God. When they saw these armies marching in, they had refused to hear that great master, Lord Jesus, tell them that there wasn't one of them Christians caught in there. For they saw the sign and moved. See? They said, let Thomas on the housetop come out down at him. It's in the field. Go back to get out his coat. But flee into Judea and pray that your flight be not in the wintertime or on the Sabbath. Because in the wintertime, the, the hills will be full of snow. And on the Sabbath day, the go- doors is closed, the gates, and they'll be caught in that condition. See? We want to get on that pretty soon about the, how God does those things if the Lord is willing. Now it is. Now, he, they prayed that would be that, not be that way. Jesus told them to pray for that. 
and they never caught one of them in there. They were gone. Because they looked at the sign and they were gone. That's all there was to it. Oh, how the churches that they are to see the sign of the time that we're living in. Free as hard as you can to Calvary for life. Not some church but to Jesus Christ. Unite yourself with Him. And not with some organization or some church creed. Unite with Christ. Be sure that's Him. You can't just pick anything. You've got to be positive that it's Him. What a time of union. Now we find out that they rejected the Messiah and then united themselves together and drawed themselves a league and made a, an emotion among them that if any persons received Jesus as a prophet, that they would be excommunicated from the church. You remember the blind boy that was set with blinded eyes and the disciples said, Who is seeing him or his father or his mother? And Jesus said, In this case, neither, but that the works of God might be done, made known. Yeah. And you remember, they said that the father and mother could not say, uh, they said, They know this is our son, but we don't know how he was healed. Because the Jews had said that any person that uh, confessed him to be the prophet, that they would be excommunicated. But see, the works of God was that this boy didn't belong to that group. And he said, ah, oh, it's a strange thing to me that you don't know where this man come from, and yet he'd give me eyesight. Now, he could say it. See, that was the works of God. He had been made healed and well, and he could, he could tell it because he had no strange tied to him from anywhere. Amen. He was the one the works was done on. Amen. And he certainly he saw it for his first time in his life. Now, the Jews denied themselves against Jesus and, uh, and against his Messiahship and his Messiah message. We see the same thing now happening. Yeah. Just the same thing. Communism is uniting to destroy the church. And the only way that it, that is, after the church has united itself to, and the council of churches, the world council of churches, to deny and to destroy the message, the word. Amen. They have turned down the word. The churches have. Right. They cannot accept it because it's against their denominational creed, no matter how many pillars of fire would hang in, a, in the midst of people, or how many people uh, be, how many things would be foretold and happening, all the good signs that he promised of the last days. They cannot do it. Therefore, they are uniting themselves now. And your pastor here, many can tell you, is reading that they had the economical uh, movement of the, the, the world. And there's a Lutheran minister over it that if there comes a disaster, what happens in this neighborhood here, if we are not united with that ecumenical move, then our church can no more be church. And they can use it for a storm. Or if one of us brothers would see somebody dying or hurt and try to minister him any spiritual blessing, we could be shot for it. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. We could be given 10 years in a federal prison for ministering anything because we're not a member of this economical move. Don't you see the mark of the beast? Yeah. <laughs> see? Now we see this uniting time coming. See? Now what? And then the church has united itself against the message. Yeah. And then when it does that, the nations are uniting themselves in communism to destroy the church again. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it did in the first place. Yeah. Amen. 
it repeats itself right back again. Israel had to turn down the message first. And when they turned down the message, then the military, the national life, united itself together of other nations that come in and destroy the church. And today, they have turned down the message of the Lord Jesus. And they have turned it down. And now, the time has come where communism is uniting the world together against the church. It has to be that way. Now, it's hard to say that. It was hard for them Jews to believe. They said, now, come, brethren. We see that uh, our God is with us. And so we'll, we'll go into the temple and now we will pray. And let Holy Father so-and-so and Holy Father so-and-so lead in prayer. Close the gate. And Titus took his stand and stood right there for about a year or more. See? Right on guard. The stars are not out. There couldn't be a water. We need to get outside the city. And they died, starved. And when he went in there and tore the walls down, the blood burst out and run like rivers down there where he slaughtered everything that was in there. Now the angel of the Lord prophesied that back in the Old Testament and told that that would happen. And that minister who was clergy who was supposed to be posted on that and to tell the people that, instead of that, when Jesus stood up, no one, they didn't even know. And trying to make a... Uh, some kind of a, a rabbit foot. Do us a trick. Let us see how, how it's done. Show us a sign. See? And he said, uh, well, they've done so many things, and yet they couldn't see it. See? And then when they rejected him as a, the message of that day, they rejected the message of that day. They failed to see the sign of that day. And the sign of the, the Bible's prophecy was made before him, and they said, let's go in now. That was holy man. They were mad that you got lay your finger on their eyes. They couldn't be that. And then, and then uh, be a, a, a priest. A priest to be killed and be stoned to death for any little thing. So he had to live a clean, holy life. He could not do it because he was stoned for just anything. And now they were a great man and a holy man in the sight of the people. And yet they went in and said, Now we will, we've got God, the God who's been with us all through the ages. We will go into his holy temple. That was God's holy temple. But you see, he'd been turned down in his holy temple. Yes. We'll go into the house of the Lord. Now, all of you Hebrews know that we are the chosen race. We are here, and God is our God. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's with us. He will deliver us from them uncircumcised Philistines out there as it was, them Romans and Greeks. He'll deliver us from that. Let's go into the house of the Lord. That sounds good. But what have they done? The builder of the house was in there in the form of a lowly Galilean carpenter. And they turned him down. But God had vindicated him of being his messenger of the hour and the brain. And they turned it down. So all the praying, all the sincerity, all the sacrifices didn't mean nothing to God. They had done it. And God let this great army unite to destroy it. And we see today as the churches through the denominations and so forth turning down the Word of God. They don't want you telling about these things and science can prove it by pictures and everything else and still they want nothing to do with it. So communism is bombing to destroy just exactly like Titus did. And the Bible said this. Uh, exactly. Now you see where we're in? The uniting time. When we see these 
things being united. Oh, why we fail to see those things. You can, you can look in here in the scripture and see where that he promised and what he would do. Now we see it coming to pass. We see in the church what he promised to do. We see it coming to pass. We see the nations uniting yeah. together. We see the isms uniting together. We see the churches uniting together. It's uniting time. Yeah. It's the hour of uniting. That's the spirit of the age. We've got to unite. Everything you talk about has got to be organized. Even the government will receive it. Yeah. You get into citizens. I pay as a citizen. As a citizen of the United States, yet uh, uh, you'd give me a check for $5, I'd be garrisoned put my name on it. See, I couldn't do it. See, it's in uniting times. All has to go through some union of some sort. And that union is the very thing that brings the mark of the beast. Amen. Amen. It's in uniting times. It's working right on up into that. You can see it just with your plain eyes if you look at it. It's a uniting time where everything is uniting together. The Jews unite themselves against Jesus as their Messiah. Therefore, we see what happens. We see the same thing now. Communism united to destroy the church. As the church has united in the world council of churches and trying to destroy the message, the word of God. Yeah. They tried to get rid of it. The only thing they can do is to draw themselves a council because of they're separated. A little group here, the Methodists and Baptists, Lutheran and Presbyterian, Church of Christ, and so forth like that. They can't do nothing. Because this will be against this and this will be against that. And their doctrine is just as much different as the East is from the West. Yeah. They can't do it. But once together, under one big head, they got it. Yeah. They got it then. That's where the Catholics are so in unity. The Roman Catholics. Of course, they're in the unity. They're the majority. Is the Roman Catholic, the Greek, and other Catholics are, are not as much as the Roman Catholic. Now, they unite together, and actually they stand together. No matter what takes place, that Pope is the head of everything. Amen. See? And no matter what anybody else says, he's infallible. He's, he's, he's a biker of God, that's all. He's next to God. He's had the jurisdiction over hell, heaven, and purgatory. So there is a thing that can be done in that case. Whatever he says, that's what has to go. Now, the Protestants, is making themselves a head just like that. Yeah. And so the Bible said there was an image made up to the beast. What is the image? It's something like it. Made like it. There it is. The same thing. What is it? By uniting themselves together. And this is the spirit of the age is uniting. Uniting together. Now, try to destroy the message. How do they destroy it? How could they destroy the word of God? They can make it of non-effect not affected by taking traditions as they did back there in the beginning and making the word of God of no effect. See, they say, oh, that's really after all. You see what well, this infidel woman that's trying to, she, I forget what her name is now, I just call it. She, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of so many, I was thinking of this, this nation's doing I wish we had another night get her eyes up. She's one went in the bar rooms and tore out the whiskey and throw out the signs and everything like that. Why don't some woman rise up today like that and go out here and tear some of these naked pictures down of these women of her own race and things like that? And they don't have it no more. Now, but this woman, an infidel, who says that uh, that the Bible is unconstitutional to read it in public schools and things like that. Now they also, have you noticed, again, they're trying to say now, and great studiers of the scriptures said that 
much of the prophecy that was prophesied in the Bible was absolutely wrong. It never did come to pass. And you've heard that and read it. And they're trying to say everything, you see. They're trying to destroy the effect of that word. Amen. If they can only uh, destroy and substitute for a creed of something that man has that seems to their eyes to be better than the word, then they destroy it with their, with their tradition. And that's how they're trying to destroy the word of God by denominational politics. Now, each church has its own politics. The Church of Christ has this. The Christian Church has this. And the Baptists and Methodists and Presbyterians, they all have their different politics. Now, they're getting away from that because they're separated. See, they couldn't have done it before. They've got to do it now. See, this is the uniting time. And now they're all putting it together and pulling it up and see what they come out with. My, if I'm baking a loaf of bread out of the... Uh, Horse meat and garbage out of the can and whatever they you have together and water it together and throw some rock potatoes and things together and see what you come out with. I sure don't want any of it. No, sir. That's the way they're doing it. See, they're taking people who believe that Jesus was a myth. A church that believes that Jesus was a myth. The other some believes he was a prophet. One says the days of miracles is past. So I said there might be such a thing. And all this together, and the Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? Amen. Now that's the kind of unity they got and have some great holy father to put above it and there you've got an image to the beast just exactly what the Bible says. Amen. Now we've got a Lutheran minister there. Well, we see it's uniting time. Same thing now. Communism and all uniting together and the world and the church and so forth uniting together. Watch nature. Oh my. Nature, if you just watch nature, does the same thing. Nature is God's calendar uh, of signs. Did you know that? Jesus told him to watch nature. The sea would be roared, see? And there would be different things, and earthquakes in diverse places, national strife, signs in the heavens, signs on the earth. Everywhere there would be signs of these coming times. Watch the clouds. Before the clouds can bring up a rainstorm, you know how it's done? Several little clouds get together. Make one big cloud. This has got a bunch of wind blowing it. This other's got a bunch of wind blowing it. They all grow together, and then they got a hurricane. See, they unite before they can have the storm. They have to. What ducks and geese unite themselves together before they leave their country? See, they unite together. You can see them flying from this pond to that pond, from here over to there. All of them getting together. They're uniting, getting ready for their takeoff. See, it's just. That's nature. And God created nature. And nature works by the plan of God. It's a law, an unwritten law of God that nature works according to his law. Just like speaking at funeral service of the sap that goes down into the grave in the bottom of the tree root to lay there until the resurrection in the spring. It's a law of God. There's no intelligence can make that sap go down there. You couldn't drain it out. You couldn't milk it out. There's no way of doing it any better than God does it. God's got the perfect way, so when the leaf drops off, then he sends the sack down into the grave and hides it. It just said, hide me in the grave until my wrath be found. See? It goes down there because it's a law of nature. Before crossing the leaves now begin to fall. Why? It's a law of nature. 
ducks will get together, every one of them, and rally around a leader. In there, they'll know somehow, I don't know how they do it, but they know that that certain little drink is a leader. And that little fellow, they'll all get together and rally right around him and rise right up in the air, and he'll never been off that pond now, but they'll go just as straight to Louisiana or Texas as he can go to the rice field. See? Before they take to their flight to leave their home where they've been born that year, they unite together. Amen. There you are, riding around the leader. The trouble of it is the man, you don't know his leader. They'll rally around a denomination, they'll rally around a bishop or a man, but they won't rally around the leader, the Holy Spirit in the Word. See, they say, oh, well, I'm afraid I get a little fanatically. I'm afraid I get off on the wrong foot. Oh, there you are. Well, for little ducks in there, I just don't like the way he keeps his feathers. I don't believe I'll follow him. You'll freeze to death. You'll be caught up there if you don't take with the, with the flight as it goes. It unites itself together. And nature does that. Geese unite themselves together. Rally themselves around their leader. They do the same thing. Did you ever notice bees are swarming? Bees will unite themselves together before they swarm. Right around that queen. That's right. And where she goes, the way they go too. That's, what do they do? They unite before the swarm. Exactly, every nature. Fish unite themselves together before the spring runs. Out in the ocean, you can find them, and then they probably go hunting the salmon. When they come up there, before that run comes in, you'll see them by the tens of thousands out in that sea, coming around and around. Salt water, but they're actually freshwater fish. And here they come right up that freshwater to go up for spawning season. They go up there and spawn about every four years and die as soon as they spawn. And they know they're going there to die. And you couldn't stop them with nothing. You'd jump fish ladders and everything else getting up there knowing they're going to their death. But the law of nature makes them knowing that they go up there and spawn and the old ones die and the young ones come on and something unites them together then and out into the ocean they go. It's a uniting. It's a law. You just can't beat God's law. Nations are are breaking uh, for the time now that we see that that they're supposed to do this. We're in the process of national disturbance. We see that nations are breaking relationships. Year by year we find this nation is swallowed up in communism. This has been swallowed up in communism. And right here in our own nation, it's honeycombed with communism. And it will take over. Amen. It will. No way of stopping it. Why? The same reason that you couldn't stop Titus. The people has rejected God and His Word. Yes, sir. So they're going to do it. And we see it right in process. I usually take a couple hours. I've already been uh, about 30 minutes right now. See? But to get all this in and just push it, you study it when you get home. Notice. They're right down united. You say, Brother Branham, is that truth? They're coming to the battle of Armageddon. Exactly what they will do. See? And they're uniting for that right now. That's why we got the UN and everything we have. The Western world uniting against the Eastern world, communism and so forth. It's all united together. The churches are uniting together. Everything seems to be uniting. Uniting, uniting themselves together. We see that. Also, while all this uniting of the nations 
these signs, national signs. We see out here in the world earthquakes and diverse places, different things uniting, bringing the world together, bringing the people together, all the churches together, all these things. And while all this uniting thing going on, there is another uniting going on. Amen. 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 That's what I want to point to you now. God is uniting His bride. He's coming together from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south. There's a uniting time, and that's all right now. What's He uniting for? The rapture. Amen. God's getting ready. Yes, sir. Uniting. What's He uniting with? With the Word. For all heavens and earth will pass away, and my word shall never pass away. She's uniting herself with the Spirit, the Lord, regardless of what any denomination anybody else says. She's uniting herself. She's getting ready. Why? She is the bride. That's right. And she's uniting herself with her bridegroom. And the bridegroom is the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word is with God. And the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh and Lord among us. And the church and the bride and the Word is becoming so one until the very uh, Word itself is working out the works of the bridegroom. Amen. You see it? Not no more join the church, not more of this, but free from everything and fight to Jesus Christ. It's the uniting time. God uniting his bride together. Bring it back. Just exactly. Uniting the words of his promise. 2 Thessalonians 2 chapter it says, this fifth chapter says, the saints that are asleep in the dust of the earth will waken. And then we will unite with them, the living ones, with the ones that's been dead, will unite before we even get up there, or the bride will be complete when she gets there. The ones that's living is united himself with the Word, and those that are gone already did that, and it all comes together and makes one great union of uniting before going up there. Amen. Communism has to rise, these other things have to rise, and the church has to unite itself out there, but the, and the nations. Now, that for the world council churches and the bride has to unite itself under the word of God. In order to do that, God has sent down the heavenly signs and things that prove to the church. God, uniting time. Yes, sir. Oh, my. I remember. Now, there is a uniting of the word. Uniting back again. Bringing back the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Bringing back that this could only be done in this day. The only time it could be done is right now. It never was attacked anywhere else than when all bone denominational spreeze. But now it don't fall no denominational spreeze because it's time for the uniting of men and women of every race, every color, other priests, everything under Christ by the baptism of the Holy Spirit and back to the Word. Uniting time for the church. Oh, my. Uniting of the Word that's been scattered all abroad by these organizations ever since at Nicaea Rome when they organized the first church. And they've organized Luther. They organized Wesley. They organized all the rest of the churches. And during that, they had to adopt a creed. And then when God sent St. Mel, they could not receive it. Therefore, it was not possible until now. And God promised in the last days that the faith 
of the fathers would be restored back to the bride again, that it would be this way, and it couldn't be no other time but this time. Look what a sign from heaven as a pillar of fire hanging among us in the signs and wonders of the Lord Jesus Christ and why he speaks to us that never fails to be perfectly on the doctrine. Amen. And we see what we're standing. Uniting time. We see nations uniting. We see the world uniting. We see communism uniting. We see the churches uniting. And we see God uniting Himself with His bride. But He and the church is the same thing. Right, but to me, it's the truth. Amen. 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 
Like the wise man coming down from back in the extreme, where is he born? King of the Jews is on earth right now. We've got to find him. That's right. And I believe he's so close to coming, I can say, Behold, the bridegroom cometh out there in the garden. We're right at the time of the end. Oh, ah, the hour we're living. Notice. What a day. What a time that we're living. This great mystery of God being finished. Bringing in the God here. Showing what it is. How these little isms, and one off made him this, and somebody made him this, and somebody made him that. But the angel of the Lord come down and brought up all their isms and pulled out that truth out of it and presented it. There it is. This is perfect. Just to give me. No other way you can go. There it is. That's what he is. The serpent seed, all, all these different things, has been so mysteriously uh, amongst the people. See? What is it? He had, this is a sign to what? Unite. What do you say in Malachi 4? Would restore Restore back the original Pentecostal faith. Back to the people with the same Pentecostal message, the same Pentecostal sign, the same Pentecostal evidence, the same God, the same power, the same teaching. Everything is exactly with the vindication of the same Pentecostal of God. The truck fall down the road after the message. We see the nations uniting, we see the world uniting, we see the churches uniting, we see the bride uniting. Uniting with the Word. Why? The Word is God. And as the Word, as the bridegroom being the Word, and the bride being the hearer of the Word, they come together in a union. They unite like a wedding. See, they're getting ready for a wedding. They become one. The Word becomes you. You become the Word. Jesus said that day you know all the Father is. I am all I am. You are all you are. I am. <laughs> that day you know what I am. The Father, Father, me, I am you, you and me. Amen. See, that day, what is this day? Amen. Amen. We find out the great hidden mysteries of God being revealed. Oh, how I like that. Hallelujah. Watch. Our science and the Word could not compare as they do today. They couldn't do it before. It's just now that they can do it. Notice he said heavenly signs. Heavenly signs. Science and national signs. Now they have a great signs in the skies today. They have astronauts and everything. What does these astronauts do to the world signs? It brings them fear. They don't know what time they just stand up something like that, just drop these bombs and we be no more. See? Now that's the signs that they got fearful sights in heaven. See? They've got them. Atomic missiles and everything. All kinds of signs. You see what his sign is? This treaty the other day that they were going to uh, not explore any more bombs out open, but now they're going under the water and down on the ground, testing just the same. See, it's signed treaty. We won't do this if you say you won't do it, but we'll go back over home and do it this way. Well, we know you're doing the same way over there. See? It's just not a thing. It's just, there's not no trust among them. There's no, there's no nothing you can see. And everyone's scared of the other. That's a fearful sign. Science and man and nations have produced a fearful sign in the skies. That's exactly right. Now, fearing one another. There's been a heavenly sign give to the... See, now they got a sign in the heaven too, a fearful sign. A man in an astronaut might have an atomic missile that could drop and destroy the whole nation. Get up in the astronaut and stand out there. There ain't nothing he can do. They can sure do it. They, anytime they want to. They can bring her into dust if they wanted to, but in 15 minutes from now. 
and he, one, one can do yeah. the other one that way too. Yeah. So you see, that's, they got a sign, but that kind of sign makes them scared. They're uniting together, putting their powers together, the free world there putting its power together, the communism putting their power together in Russia, everybody, but each one's scared of the other one. See, it's a fearful sign. That's right. That's national signs. But the church has received a heavenly sign. An astronaut. Amen. Jesus Christ in the form of a pillar of fire that he was in the Old Testament, that he was when he met Saul on the road down there to Damascus, the same Jesus here today. And what does it do? Does it bring fear? It brings love. A uniting one another. Amen. A feeling for one another. It brings the love of God. Oh, uniting us. It brings us the body of Christ into unity as a bride. That's what it's doing now. This great union. It's God, they're uniting themselves. One group here to fight the other. One group over here to fight the other. You're the church is standing between them. You watch what happens. They'll unite with them. That's exactly right. But now we find out that brings fear and frustration. But the church, the bride, is united by one God. Under one spirit. The spirit of God. And one holy union of God. To be one holy bride. That's right. All together. Unity of the body. The body waiting. As the bride, as, as it is the bride, as we call ourselves the bride, for the uniting time of the bride, the church is so coming together. It should create just a love among us. That we can hardly be away from one another. That's right. We just, we don't have to beg people to pray. You don't have to beg them to worship God. You don't have to beg them to do what's right. They're just so in love with him because there's nothing else. What do you think about a little girl, a real pretty little maid that's going to marry some handsome young man that she's just so madly in love with it means more to her than her own life and she knows right away that they're going to get married. Is that wedding day approaches, that little fella, I'm telling you, she's all walking around. See, she's just making everything ready. She surrenders completely to him. That's right. Everything that pleases him, that's just what she wants to do. Well, that should be the way of the church today. That our life should be so hidden in God through Christ, sealed in there by the Holy Spirit. Or, uh, the thing I've been teaching through you here is telling you these signs and different things are happening. I haven't got time to do it now. Well, in another message, Lord, buddy. But there's one little thing yet lacking in the church. And we all got to get to that. And I'm right on the edge of it now. See? We want to get to that. You've got to do it. If you don't do it, that's just all. You must do it. Lord, look, the United Times is at hand, for God is getting the church together to be a, a rapture to go to the wedding for the great union, when God and man will unite for eternity. When creatures of time unite with the eternal. It was once done in the form of the Son of Man on earth, and he had to give his life to bring about a power to unite other man with the same power for the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. And now the church is uniting itself. The, the body of Christ has got itself free, cut away from every little fetter, getting itself ready, getting together, union among them. Oh, love and joy and the Holy Spirit moving among them. Oh, my, what a time. As we see the ducks getting ready, we see the geese getting ready, we see the beasts bees getting ready. We see the clouds getting ready for rain. We see everything. How it unites itself together for its great push. 
We see the League of Nations of the nations together uniting themselves in communism. We see them uniting themselves over here in the Western world. We see the church uniting itself together. All these other soldiers. It's absolutely impossible. No other time could it be this way. It could have been this way 20 years ago. Could have been this way. Could have been this way 10 years ago. Has to be right now. See? Because these isms and things hadn't come to this place. Now, wake up, shake yourself right quick, look out here where we're at. Where are we? Like those wise men. We're right in line with this word. And the light of the Lord is shining upon our path. Glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God who give us Jesus Christ who we love and has brought us to this place. And we we are His people brought with the price of His blood. Oh my. When the uniting time comes, we're looking as we unite with one another. In the bonds of his spirit. We see, can it be his spirit? Show us his spirit. Why is it? It's his word, and he is, that is the spirit of the earth. And when that spirit of promise comes upon you and vindicates and shows itself right here, is it the same spirit? It was the one that was with Moses in the wilderness. It was the one that was about Jesus Christ. He's the one that saw on the road to Damascus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he does the same thing. And we see the nations together, we see the church heads together, we see communism together, we see the isms united, we see all these things, and now we see the bride united with the word. Oh, my time that the saints shall arise to unite with those that are living, to go and unite with Jesus Christ for eternity. God help us everyone to unite with Christ tonight when surrender of everything that we are, everything that we have, our whole soul, body, and mind to Jesus Christ and look for the time of that uniting when the trumpet of God shall sound and time shall be no more and the morning burst eternal bright and fair. When the dead in Christ shall rise and get over on the other shore down there, with the bride that's alive to be caught together. Look at the united. God uniting the church with his word. The word with the church. That they both become the same. Say this, it'll happen. Do this, it'll happen. This is it. This is me for you. This is me proving it. This is me with you. All right, we find that now the time comes when the trumpet sounds. And those sleeping saints back there, they cannot be made perfect without us. They're depending on us, Hebrews 11. And when they come together, they unite with the living ones. The church uniting with the word, then the church and the word uniting together being coming on, the dead saints with the living saints uniting together to be one, and all going together to unite with Christ the honor for the wedding supper of the Lamb. It's uniting time, and the signs are flying everywhere. The signs are in the nations, the signs are in communism, the signs in the Western world, the signs in the universe, chemical churches, and the sign is sure tonight under the office of the Holy Spirit. And the word of God confirming it and making it the truth. Amen. Uniting power. The sign of the uniting power. Let's bow our heads. Lord Jesus, if my poor heart jumps for joy as I see the possibilities of me, a middle aged man, but yet the possibilities of me seeing you come in this generation. To be alive, to stand here, and see when that trumpet sounds. He that's filthy is filthy still. He that's righteous is righteous still. He that's holy is holy still. 
Oh, Lord God, to think of standing in a moment in a twinkle of an eye when the world won't know what's going on. But all of a sudden, you'll see a fear before you, your loved ones that's gone on and come to unite with you again. And we'll be changed in a moment in a twinkle of an eye. We call together to meet our Lord in the air. And that unite with Him to be there forever and never to have to be out of His presence again. What a great thing it is today, Lord, to know that now we are united with one spirit. One spirit, the Holy Spirit, has got the word in his grip, comes with us, and what a great thing it is. What a privilege to cut loose from all the world, to unite ourselves to Jesus Christ, and to think that someday in a physical form, with a body like his own glorious body, we will sit down at the table at the wedding supper and there be united and wear marriage to him to live as bride and bridegroom through all times that is to come. To a secret Lord God, may this not be just a mythical thought to the people, but may it become such a reality that such hunger and thirst will send into the people that they'll reading the newspapers, looking at phones, listen to the radio and the news, and see it as uniting time. The signs are flashing. Lord God, like we spoke of the women, what they would do in the last days, what the church would do in the last days, and what the church ages would be, and what the seals would be, all these other things, and we see it towards the days of Noah. We see it towards the days of Sodom and Lot, when the angel of God made himself known in human flesh that eat the flesh of a cow and drinking the milk from the cow and eat bread and stood there and could tell what was going on behind him. Jesus said the same thing will take place at the coming of the Son of Man. Uh, Lord God, we've seen the pyramid how we build it up there and seen how we've added these things to it and find that we're at the end time waiting for the chief cornerstone. Glory to God, we pray, Father, that you'll wake people up quickly now and get us together with godly love and respect to Jesus Christ and uh, each other. If there be something here tonight that doesn't have that hope resting within you, Will you raise your hand to God and say, Lord God, unite me with you. Will you unite me with you? God bless you, brother. God bless you. You, you, yes. Unite me with you, Lord. Yes. Oh, my. Nations are breaking. Israel's awakening. Look at Israel. They're united together. Israel from all over the world has come to unite themselves. They unite themselves, and now they are a nation. They are a united nation with their own flag, own money, own army, everything. If they if it was, they are now. Israel united. Rome is united. The church is united. And the pride is united. Amen. And the coming of that great union. What is it? It's all moving up to that sign, that main capital sign, Jesus and his bride. Unite as one. Father God, grant these blessings that I ask for these people, and may we be united to you in heart and spirit as they raise your hands, desiring that, Lord God, cleanse us and make us yours. Grant it, Lord, that's all we know that we can do is ask. And then you said, if we ask it and believe it, we should receive it. I'm looking for it, Lord. I thank you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy word, which, like David was saying here, teach me Thy way, O Lord. 
I will walk in thy truth, unite my heart to fear thy name. So Father, unite our hearts with your truth, that we may fear thee through knowing your ways and your word. Keep us, Lord, in thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us, but restore unto us the joy of our salvation, and renew a right spirit within us. So be with us for the remainder of this evening. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
Amen.